I don't know about you, but we're always looking for ways to get our kids involved and give back in our local community. That's why we're excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. I would love for Violet to do this program when she's in high school. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, it's also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. Okay, so what episodes do we have to move forward tomorrow? We have to do notes on four, notes on five. We have to break seven, break eight. Check in on nine, ten. Plus, we have the production rewrite of three. Okay, so one and two are fine. And six. One and two and six are good. Yeah. Excellent. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Kraft, a TV writer and producer, usually living in L.A., but right now in Puerto Rico. And with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to keep a potentially difficult work conversation lighthearted and productive. Then in Hits and Bombs, we give a hit to the Fantasy Island hair and makeup department and a bomb to ourselves because we deserve it. This week's Hollywood hack will add humor to your work text chains. And then we have the triumphant return of our celebrity sighting segment. Although uh, that's that's probably an overstatement. But <laughs> thanks to the show, we are running into celebrities here in Puerto Rico. And it's almost like things are returning to some semblance of normalcy. But Liz, first we have an update. After last week's episode where we talked about <laughs> staggering our <laughs> meltdowns, we got a great email from Bambi. She said, in Ferris Bueller's day off, the character of Sloane tells Cameron after he lets himself fall to the bottom of a pool that it's okay to freak out, that sooner or later, everyone goes to the zoo. We've adopted this phrase and refer to needing to go to the zoo when we know we're going to lose it. But the zoo only allows single admission, so we can't go together. We find that just speaking the words helps shorten the freak out. It's worked for us for years. Hope you like it. Well, Sarah, I think you and I need to, that can be our signal. I'm about to go to the zoo. A hundred percent. Bambi, I love this so much. My only thing is we can't be like, I'm going to go to the zoo. No, I'm going to go to the zoo. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the zoo. Right. Whoever says it first, right? It's like dibs. Yes, exactly. um, 
Yeah. Dibs on the I'm zoo. Going to the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So thank you for that, Bambi. Okay, Sarah, it is time for From the Treadmill Desk Sub, in which we talk about what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, it's cussing and discussing. Okay, so I am obsessed with this. I love this so much, Liz. You have to explain to our listeners the origins of cussing and discussing. Yes. Okay. So in episode 322 of Happier, uh, the podcast that I co-host with my sister Gretchen Rubin, we talked about why it's important to pick the right word. Now, she was telling a story about her daughter Eleanor taking a test, and Eleanor sort of panicked during the test because she misread some directions, and so she got an answer wrong, and she was like... She spent minutes on the test not understanding the question and, and panicking. And afterward, Gretchen said, I think you just got rattled. Sometimes when we're in a stressful situation, we get rattled. Next time, just try to know you're rattled, take a beat, take a breath, and look at the situation again, and maybe it'll make sense to you. And Eleanor found that incredibly helpful. And then Eleanor told her friend to do the same thing. And the friend found that very helpful. <laughs> so we kind of realized the importance of what word you assign to someone. Like, in other words, instead of saying panic, say rattled. And anyway, we talked about this on the show. And a listener wrote in talking about how her boss uses the right words when starting certain meetings, budget meetings, by saying this is going to be a meeting where we're cussing and discussing, meaning <laughs> everyone's going to have strong opinions because, of course, everyone's department, when you're talking about budget, wants money for themselves. But at the end, everyone is there with the same goal. Everyone respects each other and likes each other. So it's okay that we're going to have some cussing and discussing. And Sarah, I mean, the second I heard this, it was like <laughs> an Oprah aha moment for me. And then I told you and you were equally like, oh, my God, that is our new mantra. Yes. I mean, we talked about this in last week's episode. So often have we have meetings with people whose agendas are are very strong and sometimes in opposition with our agenda or with someone else's agenda in the meeting. And all the agendas are right. I mean, it's not yes. like somebody's coming in with some outlandish thing that they want or need. It's like, we're all, we're all coming at it from a positive place, looking out for the best interests of the show and what we're all bringing to it. And yet there's only so much pie. In this case, there is not endless pie. There yeah. is only so much pie. Yes, there is an actual pie. <laughs> yeah. So approaching it as like, all right, we know there's going to be cussing and discussing uh, is a much better way to come into it. Just acknowledge like this is not going to be the most fun discussion, but, you know, we'll get there. Yeah. And I think the word that often comes to mind um, for these discussions is contentious. Yeah. Um, but contentious is a very negative word, whereas cussing and discussing sounds fun and lighthearted. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we have these meetings, not daily, but I mean, often. Yeah. We can even say halfway through the meeting, if it is people are starting to shout and get angry or sensitive, whatever it may be, you can say, okay, the cussing and discussing has begun. Like, I think yes. anytime you just say cussing and discussing, it's going to make people smile. Yes, they're like, oh, we're at the cussing part of the cussing and discussing. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we have entered the cussing part of the discussion. And one thing I like about it is 
Look, there is a lot of money at stake making television. People's jobs are at stake. It's not that it doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, we are making a television show. It should be a fun, creative enterprise. And it keeps that in perspective. You know, I think it, it keeps what we're doing in perspective, which although it's very important to all of us, it's also like we're doing the job because we love it, as we discuss. And I think cussing and discussing is a good reminder of that. Absolutely. And we are all a team. And there are leaders of the team and there are members of the team and and we're all invested. Like we're all invested in making something really great. So if you go into it with cussing and discussing, it's just like, okay, we're a team, we're in this together and we'll get through it. Yeah. And I mean, Sarah, I think everyone agrees that humor always helps a stressful situation. And so If we can sort of maintain a level of good humor, let's say, and uh, actual humor, it will help everybody be more relaxed. And that can only be a good thing for the show. Because at the end of the day, we have to have these conversations. So they might as well leave everyone in a good mood instead of a bad mood. And we can be instrumental in the tone of the meetings. So it's on us. Absolutely. All right, Liz. Next up, we have hits and bombs. We want to give like a huge hit to our hair and makeup team here at Fantasy Island right after this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, Liz, it's time for Hits and Bombs because Hollywood is all about big hits and big bombs. Um, And this week's hit goes to our amazing Fantasy Island hair and makeup team. Yeah, so you and I had to get our hair and makeup done this week. We should explain to everyone, Sarah, why we were getting our hair and makeup done. When you're making a show, there are behind-the-scenes shoots. We call them BTS And part of that is people come with cameras and microphones and they record what's going on on set. They talk to the actors, the director, and they also talk to us, the writers, uh, executive producers, showrunners. And what's funny is early in our career, you and I decided, okay, if we're doing these interviews, we must have our hair and makeup done because we, we, I think we did one without hair and makeup and we just looked awful. Or we did our own, which is... Well, to me, doing our own is the same as not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Yes. So now, usually it's done while the show is shooting. So you have to go during the hair and makeup team's lunch 
when they're not doing the actors. And one, it's so nice of them to just take that time to I know. do our hair and makeup. And you go and they just make you look fabulous. And I think for some reason this time in particular, because we're, I'm going to say, emerging hopefully from a pandemic and hair and makeup has just been the absolute last thing we've been thinking about and self-care has fallen away so radically yes. that like to sit in a chair and have someone just like be nice and make us look amazing. It yeah. was just phenomenal. Well, and the other thing is we have been working really hard and you just cannot work when you're getting your hair and makeup done. You right. just, there is nothing you can do. Even answering an email is rude because, you know, it messes with your gaze or how you're sitting. Yeah. So you really just sit there and let someone do your hair and makeup. And for us, we felt like we were at the spa. I mean, it is Absolutely. the most relaxed either of us has been since <laughs> we started working on the show. Oh, yes. And and well before that, I would say, just because of the pandemic. I mean, yes. and they were so nice. Like, they were yes. just, like, fun to talk to yes. and chill and really put a lot of care into making us look great. Yes. And they're also, I have to say, really good. Like, we knew that because we'd seen yeah. the actors and the actors look amazing, but they were really good. Yes. We both loved our makeup, which is usually when you get your makeup done, when yeah. you're not someone who gets it done, you feel sort of clownish, no matter how good the person is, just because you're not used to having it. That we both felt great after our makeup. We took a lot of photos of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And like Henry did my hair in this fabulous way. I was just like, oh, oh, it was great. Yes. So we need to give a huge thanks to Henry and Vero and David for making us look good. And feel good. Yes. And feel good. And I must say, David even came to our interview and touched us up, and he was sort of encouraging us from behind the camera, nodding at our answers, like, good answer, I know, he was good so answer. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Which I very much appreciated because we're not used to being in front of the camera. So it's quite uncomfortable for us. And it was just really nice to have the supportive team. It, it made us just feel good. Yeah. Which we needed. <laughs> Which brings me to our bomb, Sarah. <laughs> Indeed, yes. A natural segue to our bomb. We are giving ourselves a bomb this week because yeah. Sarah... It's possible that we have forgotten our own mantra of don't treat a gift like a burden. Yes, it is, def it is definitely possible that even if we haven't forgotten it, we have put it to the side, perhaps a bit too much. Yes. We have definitely engaged in more, let's call it bitching and complaining than we usually do. Yes, but it is our job. I mean, being a showrunner is a very overwhelming, stressful job. And but I also think something that we need to remember since acknowledging that we made a choice is a helpful thing. Yes. We knew that this was going to be super challenging because Absolutely. of the time and the budget. It's not like we didn't know that when we came in. Now, the timeline has gotten much tighter than when we initially started the process. So we did not know how tight the timeline was going to be, but we did know it was going to be tight and stressful. So just reminding ourselves when we're feeling like, oh my God, how is this even possible? That we 
chose to do this in this circumstance will be helpful, I think. Yes. And the thing is, we would have, even if we'd known the timeline was going to be even tighter, we still would have chosen to do it. Totally. We wanted to do it. We love the show. We love Puerto Rico. We have the most amazing cast. We love our writers. We have all of these awesome elements and we would not have said no to them. Although some of them, of course, weren't even in place when we said yes. (laughs) But we, I don't know, it, it just got away from us, our bitching and complaining. And of course, having each other, it's like we can egg each other on in our in our bitching. Totally. So we want to take a breath and just say, okay, everyone is working hard in this entire endeavor. And again, it's like trying to set a tone of fun and positivity. And even if we're bitching and complaining, Sarah, we should just try to keep it to the two of us. Yeah. You know, Liz, I think part of why we bitch and complain is that we do have, I'm going to just say, the best team ever in terms of writers and cast and crew. Like, they're extraordinary. And it's and it's frustrating to not be able to spend as much time with them as we would mm. like. We have this extraordinary cast, and we don't get to be on set as much as we would like to be because we just simply can't. And we have these amazing writers and they came to Puerto Rico. (laughs) Like we actually have our writers here, um, which is such a gift. Yeah. And so we need to focus on the gift of it instead of the burden of it. I think that we we just need to tilt our view. Yes. To focus on the gift part. Yes. So now that we've said it, we're accountable, Sarah. You and I are obligers. So now that we've stated it, we're obliged to just focus on the gift, which it is. Coming up, we've got a Hollywood hack that will definitely make your work text chains more fun. Personal text chains as well. But first, this break. Okay, Liz, here's some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems, and you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. Okay, Sarah, it is time for this week's Hollywood hack. Using GIFs in a work text chain. Please explain. (laughs) Okay. So we had a text chain going with our non-writing executive producer earlier this week. And someone said something about doing (laughs) backflips. (laughs) And I found just a hilarious gif of somebody doing a backflip and just like face planting, which Uh is basically how I felt. Um, 
and sent it. And we realized this is often, you know, we talk about how important it is to laugh. This is often a wonderful way to just lighten up a situation if people are, you know, there are difficult conversations by text as well, to just send a funny GIF that that will make people laugh. And our production designer on The Fix was a master of this, just a yes. master of it. Yes. Mei Ling Chang, she would always say, they usually involve some sort of kitten <laughs> yes. um, animated figure, but it would always make us laugh. And they're they're so expressive. Like you really can find a gift for any circumstance. So you can say exactly what you want to say while still making it light and funny. And the other thing I love about it, Sarah, is that gifts, they make a more personal connection. Yeah. So when you're getting to know people through work, it's professional, but of course you're also getting to know them personally. You're hearing about their lives and their kids and their homes. And so it's nice to just expand beyond the professional. And I think that gifts do that. They they break down those walls somehow. They and they're also very specific to the person sending them. I mean, there are gifts that I would send that you wouldn't. And like we said, Mei Ling was very, uh, very expressive through her cat gifts. Like, it's it's a very personalized way of communicating, even though it doesn't seem like it would be. It really is. Yes. Yes. I am not a gift person. I probably have <laughs> sent like two my entire life, but I'm going to try to make a point of doing it more often. And Sarah, we can't end this conversation without saying some say gif, some say jif. I've embraced GIF. I'm just going with it. I seem to have embraced GIF too. I think I announced I was going to say GIF, but when I see it, it just looks like GIF. So I'm going with the GIF. <laughs> okay. So no need to correct us. Both are correct. We have researched this. Extensively. <laughs> okay, Liz, it's time for drum roll, please. I can't even believe I'm saying this. It's been over a year. It's time for our celebrity sighting segment. Yes, yeah, Sarah, we used to have celebrity sightings almost every week. Yeah. Often big celebrities. <laughs> um, but we have all been locked down and at home for the last over a year, and we haven't seen any celebrities. Although a friend of mine was constantly seeing one of the Jonas brothers walking her dog. So she had celebrity sightings. But you and I have not had any. None. Until coming to shoot Fantasy Island in Puerto Rico. Yeah, and it's just so funny because we'll be going about our day and all of a sudden, an actor or an actress, and, and we can't um, reveal names because many people have not been announced, but I think Bellamy was announced. So Bellamy Young is right there. Rosalind Sanchez. Yes, Huge. obviously our regular cast, Rosalind Sanchez, Kiara Barnes. It's like, oh, wait, this is like normal life, but also not. And it just makes us feel like, okay, yes, we are shooting a TV show on a resort, which is this odd, <laughs> kind of an odd situation, granted. But it also feels like we're getting back to a sense of just normalcy in the world. Yes. Although when we see these people, they're usually wearing a mask, but still. <laughs> yes. And a face shield. Yeah. <laughs> But still, we are seeing people. So it is, it's all going to happen eventually. It's just funny to me that seeing celebrities again 
is part of a return to the world the way it used to be. No, um, I, I, until <laughs> I'm in line at a coffee shop next to Harrison Ford, Sarah, I am not going to feel like life is back to normal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. We love to hear from you. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you to our executive producer, the amazing Chuck Reed. Thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Check out the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, and Do the Thing from Whole 30's Melissa Urban. And check out the newest Onward Project podcast, Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Liz Craft and Sarah is at S Fain. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join the conversation. Until next week, I'm Sarah Fain. And I'm Liz Craft. Thanks for joining us. It is a fun job. (laughs) And we enjoy it. And sometimes... (laughs) Sorry, my legs went out. (laughs) I saw. I think you have to get up. Uh, Hold on. (laughs) Hold on just a second. I'll be right back. And then there was light. It's back. Okay, sorry about that. Light's back on. What were you saying? From the Onward Project.